to have you registered for Noosa. Don't make fun of this part. I'm your host, Luke Morris, and I'm joined by Stacey Harfield, who, oh, you won a parkrun. I haven't done my research enough, but you no, won. I've never s- won a parkrun. You, you bloody well have I won a parkrun. I've first run. female one yes, time. Yes, <laughs> that counts. What do you mean? Yeah. One time. I think there are about six boys in front of me. <laughs> and I think unfortunately that's probably going to happen to most women who compete in a park run to be honest with you cascade on clyde wetlands park run you came first there in a time let's not name the time who cares about the time you came first yay well that's cool what happened was it was one of those saturdays where i had a workout set like a park run and so it was something like run you know, 300 metres at this pace, 200 metres at this pace. And, you know, so I was doing a workout and then I think the workout finished at like 4.2K. And I could see, like I was right on this woman's tail and I was supposed to stop, obviously. That was the end of the workout and start the cool down. And I was like, no, I can get her. (laughs) So... I, I just kept running as like I just ran the last like 700 meters or whatever it was and, and she was I pushing I, I imagine she was trying to um yeah yeah so yeah I was I was not letting up easily and so I overtook her and I you know sailed in first female and I was like did I just get first female and they're like yeah you did I was like oh my god that's never happened before but um yeah, when I wrote on my Strava thing, I was like, I did the workout, but then I had the chance to be first female, so I just, I had to just gun it to the end. Yeah. I couldn't like, so yeah, that's that's how that happened. So I was actually doing like a speed workout, and then it just happened that I was, I was in a position where I thought, oh, I'm I'm actually running quite well, and I'll I'll just push to the end. So yeah, that was the one time I was first female. That's great. Do do you often though use park run just as your easy run so you don't usually push usually yeah usually I have like a 40 minute easy on a um Saturday yep so I just kind of meander a little bit at the start and then do park run or do park run and then just meander a couple of an extra k in a bit at the end that's called Um, ultra park running running Stacey yeah that's right so usually uh it's a it's an easy 40 minute run. Very occasionally he'll set a like a park run workout or a park run push. Um it, it, you know, every so often. So which just makes it interesting. Good. That's exciting. What is that course like? Hmm. Well, I think I've talked about it before because it is I do do some volunteering there. I've volunteering there. I've done I've been RD there a few times and I you know, have done a few other volunteer jobs there. Um, it's a two-lap course, but it's got a lot of hairpin turns. So, ah, oh, that one. I, yeah, now I think I remember you talking about that one. Yeah, 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 yeah So yeah. it is hard to. I mean, God, there, there was a guy there the other week who, um, like, flew through the course in like 16, 17 minutes. But you, you know, you do lose a little momentum on those yeah. hairpin turns, and then you got to pick it back up again. So, yeah. Um, yeah, what about you? What did That's you do exciting. for park run this week? Um, I'm trying to remember. No, I didn't, don't think I did park run on this week because I had a race on Sunday. Well, that's right. I think, I think. No, hang on. Yes, that's right. No, I did do park run. I did an easy 40 because yeah. um, I think I told you last week I was going to do uh, rest of folds and go up mm-hmm. the hills. And I didn't do that at all um, because I realised that I had a race on the next day and I thought, I'm already a bit tired. Um, I don't want to take like, it easy. Yeah, do the hills before that. So I just did 40 minutes easy at Kirkdale Park Run, oh. um, which goes along Merry Creek. Yeah. And have you done that? Uh, this... 
No. I don't think you have. No, I can't see you no. registered on Pitcurto. Yeah, that's like coming up to a year old. So it's a fairly new one in the okay. Wagga Park one. Yeah. And what and, do you like about it? Uh, it? Going along Mary Creek. So uh, it. <laughs> what what I did like about it was going along there and you you'd go over a couple of bridges and I like going running over bridges and there's the stream creek nearby and there's some old uh, equipment and you run around a velodrome and um, there's just some nice you know sights there's some you, you run down a hill which I don't understand why they make you do that it doesn't seem like a very smart uh, starting point. So it was, it was raining a lot, and the RD yeah, it was a bit wet. The RD really took their time to get going, and I'm sure the people standing in the rain when 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 they did. And are there any tourists? People were like no, 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 no. Let's just go. <laughs> just let's go. <laughs> there was there was literally a groan when it was like and any any celebrations, any milestones. Any, any milestones? Well, my, yeah, my cousin's doing a 10K and everyone's like, just it's wet. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got marched up an embankment that was just grass and mud to oh. to run like 10 metres maybe. So you ran 10 metres to join the path. And I was like, I don't understand why. Like there was even... There's plenty of footpaths around there, so I don't know why they chose to go up the grassy hill and and release people down that. But anyway, you go down that, and then you. She's dirty. Maybe. Um, but then you go down that, and you turn left, and you go almost two and a half k. No, you don't. Almost one and a half k. You turn back, then go past the start point down the other end, and go up a little bit of a hill and then back to the to the uh, finish to the line finish. yeah so it's it's all like bow shaped in a way because you go oh yeah yeah out past the start point and back again so yeah um but yeah not nice yeah, fairly fairly steady i did um lewis uh Reserve or Lewis Park or whatever it was again this week because they're actually closing for a few weeks. Oh, right. so I was going to go out to New Bar, but yes. we didn't end up doing that. Um, we went out to um, Lewis, I think it's called Lewis Park or something like that. What is it called? It's called uh, Lewis Park Lewis Reserve. Park Reserve. Park yeah, so they're getting all there, there's all this road work happening and they're doing all the paths and stuff um so they don't really have an alternative uh route to to use so they're yep. closing for six to eight weeks while they oh, that's a get all that time. done yeah yeah so that was their last one on saturday so we went down there and ran that and i had 40 minutes easy and then i had five lots of 200 meter sprints <laughs> so i decided i just needed to do it at the end of park run, like just tick it off. So the like the car park was quite long. Oh, so I said to Beck, just just wait by the car and I'll just get this done. So I had to like run two hundred meters, wait for a minute, run two hundred meters, wait for a minute, run it, and so I had to do it times five. So I ticked that off. So that was that was good. You didn't so, feel like yeah. a goose just running up and down yeah, the yeah. park run? Because I'm sure people were like, well she's a little bit serious, isn't she? <laughs> but anyway I just Ali Pashley over the years having a crack. Yeah, she didn't run her park run that fast. Now look at her, like <laughs> yeah. So I did that and ticked that off. So that was good. Um, but yeah, and but the this rain last had week stopped been, by then. Well, we didn't. It was very wet, but it wasn't pouring with rain. It was maybe lightly, just you know, misting, but it wasn't raining like it was in some places. So good. I think we were quite lucky. I did run with a spray jacket on, but um, yeah, it was it was not too bad at all. It could have been way worse. So actually, I've been really lucky with the rain all this week. So um, Annette and I did our first run back together this week after her trip to America, and we just did our easy run together. Yes. And um, 
we met at the lake and we were just doing the last, just just rounding off the last little bit, had like 40 seconds to go on a 60-minute run. And all of a sudden we just felt these big drops start to fall. And we were like, no, we've got 40 seconds to go. And we're literally <laughs> running towards the cars. Like, we're going to make it, we're going to make it. And, um, yeah, we, like, literally got to the cars, did our normal photo, jumped in the car, <laughs> and we're like, we'll talk later in the week, and we took off. Um, so we really just... Um, I was going to say, yeah. that looked blurry in that photograph. She must have been ready to raining. bolt. Yeah. <laughs> it was raining, and so I was wiping it on my top and then holding up the thing, like, that'll do. And then uh, we jumped in our car so we didn't get too much, um, too saturated and then headed headed home. But it was so nice to um, to meet and run together and just chit-chat about all our running while we've been apart and um, hear about um, her adventures uh, in the US and um, and all of that and just start to, to talk about the excitement of Noosa coming up. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was it was really lovely. So... Well, yeah. Annette is the um, the phantom member of this uh, podcast yeah. series. <laughs> she might join uh, next week. Uh, has she registered for Nooster? Well, that was the 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 key question that I was going to ask this week. She is planning on racing Noosa, uh, so I, I don't have a pacer anymore. <laughs> that so... is disappointing. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm. I'm okay with it because I think sometimes it is a lot of pressure having a pacer because then you feel like you're letting them down if you don't perform as you should have. Um, so I'm good. And some of my PBs I have done without a pacer, like my 10K PB was without a, a pacer. So I'm all, I'm all good with that. And she's going to have a crack at sort of pushing it a little bit, which will be good. So, um, yeah, so we'll all be, you know, racing at it in our own way which will be exciting does she say um, what she's aiming for no we'll yeah. have to ask her no that's okay we'll have to ask her that one so i'm surprised that she's going for it because uh the uh, boston and then big seal and then coming back a few it's only a few weeks after those two mm. to, yeah, to race a half marathons a, a decent yeah but she's a machine <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be fine um, but you did something on Sunday that you need to update us on. Ah, uh, yes. I um, did my first ever, well, not my first ever, because when I was a school kid, I would have. T- I did take part in the Bandua cross-country school championships, and that would have been under the Athletics Victoria banner back then. And um, But, yeah, I did an Athletics Victoria AV uh, CRX, as they call it, the cross country series event. Uh, in the rain. One. In the in the rain, it was fairly. It was it was raining heavily before we hit the start line, and then it stopped. And then for the most part of the run, it was uh, dry, very wet underfoot, but uh, yeah, dry. So that that was good. And yeah, it was ten k at Lakeside Albert Park. Um, speaking of doing some hairpins, that's basically a and out and back, and out and back, and so there's a what's that one, two, three sort of hairpin turns on that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was good. It was uh, it been a few months since I since I had raced um, a, a distance that wasn't just the tan, so I raced that ten k and. Cool. Uh, it, it was it was nice because there was a lot of people running at a, at a fairly decent pace, and, and you um, crushed it. I did I did okay. So I was I was I was hoping you to get did under, more than okay. <laughs> I was hoping to get on. I was just hoping to do a PB, but I was hoping to get under thirty nine minutes. And uh, uh, gun time was thirty nine eleven, but net time is thirty eight fifty five, which is when you cross the. Uh, pads absolutely awesome you must have been stoked with that i was pretty happy but i was i was mostly sort of happy this is the first time so i've been living in bendigo for about 10 years or so and i know a lot i helped set up a park run there and i know a lot of the like the just basic running community there not the elites but the uh the park run level kind of people and so um 
yeah, I got in contact with the Bendigo team that was representing the Bendigo Bats, and I ran um, ran with them, which was oh, awesome. nice to have a group of people to um, chat to, and they were really very welcoming, very friendly, very very um, very kind bunch of people. So it was uh, one or two familiar faces. So yeah, it was it was nice to say good day to some people and um, run sort of with a group and. Uh, yeah, that was that was probably the the nicest thing about it. I mean, crossing the line and and doing Spending okay time. time wise was is sort of a weird thing. I don't know. When you hit a PB, what do you what do you how do you feel? Oh, I feel really excited. Like when yeah. you when you finally beat, especially when you've been hanging on to one for a long time and yeah. you finally beat it. So you only had yours for like a week and then you beat it like three times in a row. So you're probably like, oh, I'll just do another one next week. Um, for well, us, that have them, yeah. them for years, like it's a huge thing to get a VB. I've finally been getting back into running like seriously for the past year, which is why it's sort of, it, I sort of should be hitting PBs more regularly. Mm. It, it, in in a, in a few months' time, I'll probably get to a point where it's like, it's much harder. Yeah, instead of taking thirty seconds off at a time or something, it's going to be seconds. Yeah, and you sort of tend to try and target one thing at a time as well, like um, you know, just focus on one rather than just racing every 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 distance. It's um, yeah. So I've had a few cracks at my ten k pb, as you know. And uh, the last one I did, I was a minute out. Um, <sighs> so, you know, like I'll still, you know, as different 10K races come up and I can fit them in, I'll still uh, still try and t- have a crack at that. Um, but obviously at the moment I'm focusing on the half marathon. Yep. Um, so I'll come back to the, the 10K after that's all over and done with. Um, yeah. But talking about training, um, so where we lo- left off, last week luke was that i had i was gonna get up at yes. five o'clock the next and i was having a bit of a cat about it um because i was rightly so that, pretty much yeah i was stressing about whether i could do the run for a start but more so about the logistics of it getting up running in the dark all of that um so i did get up five o'clock the next morning and I was running by 17 minutes past five. Oh gosh, that's um, good. Yeah. So I was pretty wrapped that I just getting out there and to be able to tick off that run and make all the paces was just, um, yeah, just, just such a relief, I think in the end. I mean, it doesn't get light until, you know, sort of six thirty, seven o'clock. So I spent most of the run um, in the dark. Um, so and I've one just of the got... things you were worried about was finding somewhere to run. Did you? Yeah. So I, so I, I do live near a trail, and I literally just ran. So it was two k blocks and eight hundred meter floats that I was running. So I was literally just running up and down the same trail, like just up and back, up and back, up and back. And does um, that have lighting over the top of it? or No, only in a small, no, only along the bit that's in the residential area. Yeah. And then the rest, it's it's dark. But I do have a really, really good um, headlight yeah. that's, um, that's, that's, that's bright enough to, you know, and I'm running on a well-made path too, like it's a, a pavement path. So, um, and I think it's sort of light enough that you can kind of see, but it's dark enough that you really do need a light. Yeah. So um, it actually wasn't as bad as I had anticipated it was going to be. Um, and once I started hitting those paces, I felt like, oh, no, I'm feeling comfortable and I feel like I can continue um, running at that pace. Um, and I'm not saying it was easy because it really wasn't, um, but it was definitely doable. Yeah, and good. I hadn't talked myself out of it and I ticked it off. So that was a huge, um, a huge tick for, for me. And then Sunday's run, I, I went in to check and he changed the, the paces a little bit. Um, cause I was like, I, yeah. what, cause you before, 
it was it was uh, faster or slower after you um it was Thursday. faster you made it faster so but so, then he writes on there, so your was, your your performance on thursday was too impressive no 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 i don't i don't think it was that at all i think he was like i need to push her a little bit more i need to okay. get, we need to get some speed long long distance and a faster pace so it was a two-hour run and he changed like he dropped it um, like by 10 seconds um, and then he was like because it was like supposed to be um, 5.55 to 6.05 but then he was like but try and keep them under six yeah and it was like eh, okay um, but look that was a challenge because it was 20k uh, I could I managed to run yeah. um, and I was pretty consistent there was just a couple that I was like 6.01 6.01 oh, I think fine. a few yeah. But predominantly, I was really pushing even that just under the five fifty-five, just to give my little myself a little bit of um, room. Yeah. Um. So it, it was, yeah, not easy, and I I was grateful that I didn't have to do um my workout until today rather than Tuesday because I yep. think that extra day makes a difference. Um. And then today was the next sort of workout run, which was seven lots of one kilometre um, at five-minute pace, which um, for me is a push. And I think I was a bit worried about the seven. I just confirmed something with him yesterday and I was like, okay, cool. And he's <laughs> like, you, you've got this, Stace. And it's like, oh, I said, oh, just, it's just seven is a lot. Like seven <laughs> is a lot, you know. Because, you know, when you've got like five or six, you just count them down, count them down. I just felt like seven was close to ten. And anyway. <laughs> that mental you know, mentally, thing. Of, yeah. You have to mentally slice it up. So yeah, seven is a lot division. You can't fraction no, it. I know. You can't. So I, anyway, I was obviously, I tackled it at lunchtime today and I worked out to do my warm, out, warm up so that I was at the furthest point of, and then I just ran a K back had my standing recovery, a K out, a K back, a K back. And then I broke it down. And once I did that first one, I was like, I've only got three lots of two to go. And I was breaking it down like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel a lot more confident than I did the other week where I had a really terrible workout because I did hit the paces and um, and managed to finish it without stopping, without um, without missing anything and, uh, so yeah, it was. It's been a really good running week for me, and I even had a flu shot and everything. So, I um, yeah, I felt like, eh, I got this. <laughs> You're good. Um, yeah, the flu yeah. shot didn't take take anything from you, out of you. <sighs> I just, I've got a sore arm, but that's about it. Yeah, I'm getting a flu shot um, in a couple of weeks. I, maybe are you doing it after Noosa? I just realised just as you said it that no, I'm doing it the week of Noosa. I probably wouldn't, um, yeah. only because sometimes, like my arm is definitely tender, and if I push on it, it's sore. And I had it on uh, Tuesday, um, yesterday. Yeah. So, and some people, it takes a little bit longer, you know. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe think about that. That's a good question. Um, maybe I'll ask Sean that. Ask mm, coach. That's a question for coach. A question for the coach. I was going to ask you. Mm. That your so this was a thing I did ask coach about running a uh, long run. The mm. is it I, I used to do a lot of trails for the long run because it was set to heart rate, and then he started putting in this pace, yeah, element to it. And he did say that, yeah, the benefit. Pace is being able to maintain a pace even at a long run, which is supposed to be your easiest, e easy ish pace, not not easy, easy, but um, that's preferable to going up hills and, and doing yeah. that extra and, exercise there because it's, the, it's, it's being able that. to maintain that pace. Is, exactly. Is what, yeah. Exactly. So, I felt like maybe in the past I wasn't really pushing myself enough in those long runs and I was taking them too easy. Um, yeah. You know, like, you know how you have your 60-minute your easy run 
and a lot of those minor to heart rate, not to a pace. Yes. Um, and it's a really slow, like I could talk, chit chat for a whole hour on the phone while I was doing that run because I'm running at such a slow rate. Yeah. But the long runs, he's pushed up. So I'm running it more at a moderate pace. Yeah. Um, and I definitely wouldn't be chit chatting on the phone. I've noticed that. I've noticed that's happened with just in, in the last couple of months. And I don't know if it's just because of the training for the half marathon or if it's a, it's a, it's a new theory that he's got because midweek is heart rate. Yeah. If it's not a workout, it's heart rate. But the long run is pace. A, not, I not, we not, ask him. not speeded pace, but a pace. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like it. Um, but I, I mean, it is sometimes it's challenging and, you know, like I do a couple of road crossings and stuff and they tend to slow you down a bit. There's yeah. always like stuff happening. I mean, when yeah. you're running that far, like sometimes I run all the way across two park runs like I run from you know into all the way to Berwick where Berwick Springs is and then I can run through to Berwick Waters like I can run like 10 on my long runs I can run 10 plus k in one direction and then come back um sometimes I just run up and down the 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 trail um and just try and make the kilometers up that way but if i'm like oh maybe i'll adventure out a bit i'll go way out and yeah you've got road crossings and all sorts of stuff that you have to negate as you're running through so that can slow down some yeah. of the kilometers at times as well so yeah i yeah i'm starting to become more on the idea that even though that's a good thing to do i do like if you if you're just trying to work on a heart rate sort of thing but if you if you're trying to maintain a pace yeah, that stop-start thing doesn't help at all. Um, no, and, no, uh, it, it makes it very difficult. Uh, yeah. Um, what about your training this week? How did you go? Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I, I guess the biggest thing I've only so far. So I had the this week is, because uh, I had the 10k race. On oh, you would have been in a bit of recovery on Sunday. Yeah, I, I, nothing on Monday, and then Tuesday and Wednesday have both been hour-long heart rate easies. Um, yeah. Then I got workout tomorrow, which I think from memory is the one that you've done, which is the two um, k with eight hundred meters, five times. I um, hate to. Oh, mine's only four times. Oh, I feel relieved now, but I hate oh, to maybe, break it yeah. to you. Yeah. Next week, actually. No, this week instead of my long run, it's three k with eight hundred floats. Ah, times four. <laughs> so. ah I haven't, I haven't got that. The big thing, probably the big thing. Um, I was just trying to see what my. Uh, I I'm going to get a blood test tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I had I've had I've been I think I mentioned to you maybe off recording. The uh, been very tired lately. Um, yeah, and. Um, yesterday, for example, I, I went to the doctor and, and spoke to them, and then came home and pretty much went straight to bed at three p.m. and oh, wow. got up, got up to got up to eat, and and then did a little bit of work, and then went back to bed, and slept through till you know six six a.m., which is pretty good for me, um, and. Uh, I think so. A lot of people have said it might be associated with iron and all that kind of stuff. I think it is diet. I think it's a. I've been training and working, and just not eating enough according to because I uh, uh, have been living with my parents and they eat steamed vegetables and you know fish. Very low protein, very low sort of calorie yeah. kind of things, and I'm training you for red meat marathon and half marathon. Yeah, and mm. even though I try, I always have a bigger serve and try and eat more. Um, is this clearly not enough? That's what I suspect because I'm still going to get the blood test. I still oh, think it's sure. I, yeah. I, 
but I, I coach sent me a um, a diet tracking thing today, and I filled out what I've been having lately compared to what it thinks I should be having, and I'm about I'm about two thousand calories short per day from what it recommends. Oh, yeah, so, and that's um, a lot. That's a lot. And when you're exercising that much as well, you have to. It's especially, and I remember Sean saying a few different times when we've been um, leading up to a, a run. You know, now is not the time to be weighing yourself and worrying about your weight. Like, you know, in in the lead up to a a run, now is not the time where you should think, oh, maybe I'll cut back a bit of food and see if I can lose a few kilos. That's not the time to do it because you're you're putting your body under so much um, strain, you know, you've got to fuel it. You know, you, you want to perform well. You want to hit those paces in the training runs and, and build. You have to fuel. You've got to look after your body, um, you know, in regards to nutrition and, and all of that. And it's just such a key, a key point. Um, it's, yeah, it's not time yeah. to I, lose weight before I mean, a marathon. Mentally, I thought I was eating more, but also I was just eating, I guess, healthy. And yeah. it just, it was healthy and not enough healthy. And not that I should eat a lot of fatty, unhealthy food, but, oh, recovery. That was the other thing. So I've started having sore muscles in my legs. Yeah. And sure, that might be because, you know, you've, been doing hard runs but i this is the first time i've had this since for months mm. and so it's tiredness sore sore muscles fuel it's got to be have more fuel so your body can use that to repair and stay awake yeah and i thought i was doing okay until yeah maybe the, it's just all caught up on me and, yeah, uh, I think it's or, habits or I've got as some well. sort of terrible disease that uh, that I'm going to find out about. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you won't. It'll be something like yeah, iron or. But yeah, I mean, definitely, I used to be in a much better habit than I am now, um, and it was a net really that got me into the habit. But after a long run, we would always finish the long run and always organize like a protein smoothie where we'd have yeah. like protein powder, banana, yogurt fruit all sorts of things just like mixed up in a smoothie and straight up straight down and um I think that does um you know help a lot in repair and and stuff like that and I am not as good as doing it as I once was but um I think we're hitting sort of the peak of our training this week for for Noosa and it'll start to taper after that um so yeah it is a it is a load uh, on your body I definitely felt after my long run very tired and and like I had really put in a lot of work um and even today I mean it wasn't a massive workout but um yeah it takes a lot of out of your body it's um it's amazing really do you, do you remember laughing heartily at me when I said to you that years ago I did a 10k and then had to take the next day off work because I was so tired. <laughs> I fell asleep. I went, to, went home, had a big palm and went home and fell asleep for like 10 hours and couldn't really work the next day. And now <laughs> I get up and run 10K and then just go to work. Like, it's insane. I keep forgetting to like the type of diligence I would do to to – you know, a, dec- a decade ago, oh, I'm going to run 10K tomorrow. Oh, this is going to be so far. Oh, I better have all the right food and not drink for a week beforehand. And, you know, look, really, like, <laughs> it's time to start tapering. Whereas now it's like, oh, I've got to get up in a couple of hours and go run 10K. I better go to bed now. All right, guys, see you later. <laughs> it's I, uh, yeah, I couldn't do that. Um, but I do, it is all relevant especially with the distance and stuff um you know when I Annette and I joke all the time but when I first met Annette my long run Sunday 
I was nine kilometers and we laugh about it now when I was training for the marathon and I ran like 38k one Sunday which was like remember when we first met and your long run was 9k and I was like yeah oh, and it felt like the longest oh, yeah. distance ever like nine kilometers and look nine kilometers is a bloody long way um but oh, yeah, so I, of, you forget you know, that because you, you know you I, I, said, that. I said that to someone today I was like oh I ran 10k this morning and they're like really and I was like yeah, do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, you don't feel like it's that suppose that's anymore. actually quite a far away, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but, yeah, I feel like, I, I mean, not training for a marathon now. Um, you know, I ran 20 on Sunday and I was like, oh, that's a bloody long way. And it is. Like, even 5K is a substantial distance, you know. Um, and I think we forget that because we do we are training uh, for longer runs but you know a 5k is a, is is a fair distance for a lot of people a lot of people would never run 5k or cannot run 5k yeah um whereas i mean we do 3k for a warm-up and 2k is a cool down um that's yeah. a that's just a, a standard before we even add the workout in now yeah. like i feel like a lot i look at things so differently um now and following a training plan and ticking things off compared to when I was just like fluffing around by myself I'll just go out and run 5k at lunchtime um it's I I really like the structure of having the plan and having um Sean set you know what I got to do every week and um I really enjoy that about about running uh, having that that structured sort of um plan each week um, yeah, it's not you, for everybody. You hate it, you hate it when you get because you, you use the final surge app, and if your run doesn't meet the final surge app's satisfaction, you it gives you a, a little. Man. And I, you told me the little green man, the little red man. I could, I had no idea what you were talking about, and I had to try and find what is this little red? Because <laughs> it's like this dot that comes up. No, there's a, there's a yeah, there's, little red man. There's little people. Hang on, where's failed. the camera? This is not good enough. Can't you see the little? Yeah, I don't look at it on that screen. That's the difference. I never. Oh. And then yeah, so you've got all the little green people, all happy. Yeah. You've ticked all, all your happy boxes. And, green. and you get a yeah. red one. Oh, well, red pretty much means you just didn't do it. Like you didn't show up. <laughs> Orange means. All right, you had a crack, but what the hell did you do out there? <laughs> Green is like you're within the parameters of oh, really? doing something. Yeah, yeah. I thought I always thought the little orange one was like, yeah, close enough. We'll give, we'll give you nah. a pass. <laughs> no, it's a oh, it's a pass, but it's a very loose. It's like you you did something. Not sure you even did what I said, but you did something. Um, <laughs> but the red one is like I don't. I don't even know whether you were out there. Um, yeah. Uh, no, give... I just, yeah. And then and then you just wait for the, the kudos from the coach or a comment or something for him to go, it's all good. And then you're like, oh, thank goodness for that. So I'm just Even though you this... know, you know if you've hit the paces or not. You know if you've done what you've been set. You don't need a green man to tell you that. But I just like looking at my plan across the week and seeing okay I've ticked that off tick that off tick that off um and look occasionally I do move things around uh if they don't fit in with my week um working kids all the rest of it but I do try and stick to what Sean has set because obviously he sets them on specific days for particular reasons like you need the extra rest day here or yeah. you know that sort of thing so I trust um, me I, I learned that the hard way I, I once put oh, a, same. A, a, a workout before a, before a long run and then I sent him a message afterwards saying, I'm absolutely cooked. I have stuffed this long run up. I just, I, I don't feel fit. And he went back and looked at what I, my schedule and he's gone, yeah, it's because no, you no, did no. this the day beforehand. <laughs> like I put yeah. that, I put a gap between that and that for a reason. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> And look, it's, it is, as I've said before, it is really hard sometimes to fit it in. Um, But yeah, trying to make it work sometimes is a juggle, but that, you know, that's okay. Sometimes you, you can't do everything and you just have to sort of squish the, I mean, I've gone out for runs where I'm supposed to run 10 and I've managed seven and I'm like, okay, well, 
I've done something. It's better than yeah. nothing. It's not what I was meant to do, but um, I got out, turned the legs over, I ticked something off. Uh, I mean, look, we're all juggling lives outside of running as well. So um, this is not our full time gig. <laughs> Although it would be nice, you know. It would be to, nice. You know. But um, no, we all have jobs and families and, and everything. So yeah, it's um, it's just about how you fit it in. But um, some of our other friends from the mod squad have are doing massive runs at the moment because obviously there's a bit of a lead up now to the Gold Coast Marathon, which is early July. And a lot of our um, friends are, are running Gold Coast, uh, the full marathon. Um, and I saw Alex got up at some ridiculous hour this morning well before five o'clock to do his workout um so yeah people are really trying to fit in where they can um and it's uh yeah you can really see people's runs uh ramping up now as the the lead up to to gold coast um starts yeah well that's interesting because i was going to say you know what what do we who's our target market for this discussion point should we be focusing on something or someone in particular should we be talking more about the mod squad people and i think who was it was it michaela one coach gave a big shout out to she put in yeah some crazy number um, recently i'm trying to look it up running she's running her first marathon on the gold coast all right um so yeah she she did 34k yeah, uh, so she went out Sunday in the pouring rain and got a couple of K in and thought, I'm just going to call it, and got up early Monday morning and did her long run. So absolutely awesome to, you know, to, I mean, it's hard to have to call it sometimes. Monday morning, yep. But to get up early and tackle a run like that on a weekday is, is absolutely massive and she, yeah. She's a um absolute superstar. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's some long distances happening now, and yeah, look. Some, I mean, ideally, you want to fit them in on the weekend because you most people have more time. But some people do work on the weekend too, yeah. or have other commitments, and you have to uh, resort to, you know, during the week, um, somehow. <laughs> um yeah but yeah that's a that's a tough uh a tough call and obviously sunday was a terrible um weather day it was a bit it was windy as well and it was on and off raining and it just wasn't the best long run day Uh, i think uh gets the mod squad runner of the week award if we uh, have such a thing uh, well, we should, although it's a bit of a toss-up because I, as I said... Do you I, want to nominate it for yourself? Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm massive kudos to Alex for getting up um, and running his huge 20K workout before 5 o'clock this morning. It's, it's 20K um, workout? Know? I haven't seen this. What did he do? So I definitely would put him up for a nomination as well. <laughs> I wonder if they'll listen to this and be like, guys, what I'm the not hell? sharing it with anyone, so... Uh... Um, I'm telling all my friends. This is this is good radio content so far. It's just two people scrolling on their phones trying to find. Yeah. I've got Dil- for, just. I don't know if anybody knows Dilwick Jaya Singer. He's a comedian, and Mick Dwyer, who, who's also a comedian. They are both good runners. They, 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 so Alex started his actual workout 4:40 a.m. this morning. Yep, for 20 kilometers. Uh, he's four times 4K with 1K floats. Um, yep. And he would have done a warm-up before then. So he would have got up at like four o'clock this morning and um, and, and got started. And he would have had his shirt off as well. That's crazy. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, oh. even um, oh, Gerald got up too at eight o'clock, but he also did a fairly... Um, intensive workout 12k um leading up to the marathon as well um, and stacy did yours at 12 12 p.m in the afternoon I, so, I but can i just say good on you my, as well in my defense um i did get up early yesterday morning and meet annette at six o'clock at the lake 
um, to do our easy run together. So I knew I was going to have time at lunchtime today, although I only just squeezed it in. Um, but yeah, I decided to take the extra bit of sleep. And don't forget, I had a flu shot yesterday as well. So <laughs> yeah, fair. Maybe I'll, take... maybe I'll ask you about whether or not I should. Uh, I will ask you about whether or not I should have a flu shot the week of the one. Um, I would do it. Get your flu faster. shots if you can. If anybody's listening, flu shots are a very good thing. I've been having them for, for years and years and years. They're a good thing to get. I um, have only been having it recently, but I absolutely agree. I would definitely rather have that little tiny pinprick than um, oh. getting the flu. So oh. it's worth it. Oh, 100%. Uh, mm. Before we wrap up, how's the toe? Oh, yes. So <laughs> not too much detail, please, because I am I'll, very I'll sensitive. <laughs> okay, so I still have a toenail. Oh, good. All right, that's enough of that then. I'm not. <laughs> it's definitely not as secured to my toe as it should be. That's all I'll say about that. But it takes time. These things just don't. They don't fall, fall off straight overnight. away. It'll, it'll take. It'll take a while. It'll take weeks. Just weeks. Oh, and then nine Let's months quickly... for it to come back. Well, no, that's your big toe. That's nine months. Oh, what's the other toe? Oh, well, they're smaller. They don't take as long. Oh, okay. Um, that's good. So oh, I'm just checking our agenda to make sure we've covered everything. Um, Are you am ready, I ready for the for trip? This? Yeah. Well, no, because I haven't done the, the packing test. Like I need to just get that little suitcase out and just make sure – I can fit everything I need to fit in there because, as I said last time, I'm not great at travelling light. Guess what, Stacey? I have mm. found the backpack that I I have put a whole bunch of sticky tape at the base of an old backpack to keep it together <laughs> because it is exactly <laughs> the dimensions of carry-on luggage and I have reduced <laughs> my rate of of baggage because the bag itself was two k's, two ki- two kilograms, if you remember. Uh, yeah. One of those special carry-on bags that I got borrowed off someone, uh, and I've replaced it with one that's like eight hundred grams, which is mostly oh, made wow. up of sticky tape. Which means I can carry my bottle of bubbly on the plane. coming along. Yes, that's awesome. And I'm buying new that's shoes. Such good news. New shoes on Friday. And that's going to go oh, in, the, in the bag. What shoes did I don't we know get? Yet. Don't know yet. Oh, I'm I'm a big oh, believer. Oh, are these running shoes or? Yeah, mate. Which... But you don't know what you're getting. No, I'm a any big... idea. Yeah, maybe a Sacconi, but I'm a big believer oh, okay. in in shoes of um, wear what feels good. So I don't want to yeah, go in there. Yeah. And say I want a pair of Mazongos or a pair of Alpha Flies or a pair of no, that's Phantoms fair enough. Or whatever, because if I put it on and it doesn't feel good, then I'll be like, oh, do but I really want to run forty two k's of what you want to try on though? Like if no. you so speed, Sacconi speeds, pros, elites. Oh, Sacconi endurance threes. Um, okay. uh, uh, somewhere around because. I think my budget's going to be around the 250 mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't actually know what expensive shoes cost these days, but do you like know how much an Alpha Fly or something is 360 like? 360 for the Alpha Yeah. Uh, you can get them on sale if you shop around and it's like a an old colour or something. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. I do have the Alpha Flyers. I've worn them for one race, I think. And I, I know people that absolutely love them. Um, and look, uh, they are very light. And and look, I'm no shoe ex. And in fact, I'm not even a running expert. I'm just like a single mum from the suburbs having a run. Yeah. But um, I do. I liked them, but I they they weren't my favourite shoe. I really like the Sacconi Speeds. Um, I've got the pros as well, but I, I really do favour the speeds for some reason. They're comfortable. They're yeah, so it's I don't the know. speeds. So it's the Sacconi. So the pro is the is the 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 top level, and the then elite. there's the speed, no, and then the there's el- endorphin. Or yeah. what's the the new ones are the elite, and then you've got the pros, and then the the speeds under that. Okay. Mm. Yeah. 
And you just prefer I've got those two shoes. pairs of speeds, actually. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, they've. I've just always really, um, just really loved them. I think I'm. I just retired a pair. I had two pairs that I've just retired of the speeds. Yep. And then I've got two pairs I've got in rotation at the moment. Um, I do have a pair of pros as well in rotation um, that I kind of use for my workouts and stuff. But my speeds, I do all my easy runs in and oh, really? they're so comfortable. Yeah. I have been doing all my races or in the vapor flies. But, yep. um, uh, and I do have the alpha flies. But, yeah, I don't know. I just – there's not a lot of cushion – well, there is cushioning, but – I feel like shoe structure, there's not a lot. It's very minimal because obviously it's a very light shoe. Um, I really like the feeling of the shoe being on my foot. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Can I, I, go, can, I go back, can I go back and ask you a question about when do you retire shoes? Oh, so I'm really OCD about that. I track all my shoes through the Strava app. Yeah. So every run I do, I allocate the shoe to it that I'm yes. wearing. Yep. So in Strava, I can see how many kilometers I've done in every shoe. And yes. I usually try and get them to a thousand kilometers yep. and then I retire them. However, in saying that, I might only run in them until 800, 900K. And then I might just use them for easy runs or walking or something like that to get to the thousand before I retire them. <laughs> so I have to get to the thousand and then I retire. I know it's OCD. It's terrible, but I do not think that I will get a thousand kilometers, anywhere near a thousand kilometers um, out of the vapor flies. I think I've done uh -oh. 300 Ks in them and already I can see a lot of wear on the bottom. Um, so yeah, yeah they're not I've, meant to they're nah. not meant for you know the the, the long term they're yeah. a race shoe you know the, the the cushioning goes apparently on mm. them and the, and the whole thing they're, they're just not built for the compression that the human body puts on them because effectively it's not like a a, a long one shoe it's a race shoe which means you are hitting them harder than any other yeah. shoe and they're not yeah. really designed for any impact no. it's just designed for giving you what um uh support not, not really support because like you said they don't really uh cushioning they're yeah. really designed for cushioning and once that it's, cushion is gone once you've once you've bounced your hammer on a pillow enough times it's, it's not a pillow anymore yeah so i don't think i'll get a thousand out of those no, ones the no, alpha no. flies or the vapor flies um but i do i do try and get a thousand out of the others Yep. And some of them, you know, you can tell by the end that they're nearing their time. Uh, but other shoes I've had, I got these. Uh, I was wondering if yeah, I was, was going to ask if you if you look at the um, the wear underneath. Yeah, yeah. Some of them, and 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 when I get tired, I I t do tend to drag my feet a little bit sometimes. And I, if I'm running with uh, Annette or Beck, they'll often say, "Stacy." lift your feet, lift your feet. And, and I do it when I get tired and, and maybe towards the end of something. Um, and I really focus, okay, lift, lift my feet. So I do, I can wear the shoes a little bit on the bottom, but um, yeah, I think some of them wear better than others. I had these fuel cells that I got from Beck and I hit a thousand Ks in them and they still felt amazing. Oh, you know, I just, I loved running them in them. They just really suited me and they were a great shoe. Um, and I clocked the thousand Ks and retired them, but I, I honestly felt like they, they still were, were great. So I think it depends on the, the shoe as well itself, the manufacturer, yeah. the model, all of that. Yeah. Um, but I'll be interested next week to hear what shoe you end up with. Yeah. And uh, why, and why well, you chose that shoe. Well, it's probably going to come down to the same. So I'm going to go to the running company, probably in Yarraville, but maybe in Geelong. Um, yep. uh, and the last time I actually got a pair of shoes was the running company in um, Clifton Hill and um, uh, the, the whole process was they said what are you wearing them for and I said specifically race, racing pair and um, uh, they gave me two options and I picked the one that felt the best I think they gave me another option which 
I don't know. They felt really similar, but I just edged towards one, and that was the Ciccone, um Endurance. Uh, so how no, many endorphin. shoes have you got on the go at the one time? Uh, I have, yeah, race pair and um, I have three three pairs, effectively. I have a pair that goes onto trails, so I don't mind if it gets muddy and dirty. It's, you know, this is it's, it's, it's the pair that's done up to 800 Ks. Yep. Then I've got a, a, a road long run pair, which is mostly the midweek pair, the pair that I use for everything else, and that's usually up to around the 500K mark. And then I have um, the the Speed Racer pair, which is uh, at the moment the, the Ciccone. But I'm only just I using think... Brooks Ghosts and uh, Ciccone Endorphins. I found that once I found the shoe that I liked, for example, the Speeds, and I know the size, I just, you know, if I see them on sale online, I just order them. And yeah. sometimes I might have a pair of shoes in my cupboard for four months before I actually wear them, but I know that I've got the next pair on sale and I haven't yep. paid full price for them. So, yep. you know, it just, yeah. and then, yeah, I've got a pair, I've got another pair of speeds at the moment in the, in the cupboard that I haven't uh, started wearing yet, but I bought them and they were on sale and I was like, oh, that's too good to pass up. And I mean, didn't need them right that minute, but, you know, I was like, I feel like it's it's you know it's a bargain way of doing it when you know you're gonna to have to buy shoes anyway. I know that's the thing. You know you're going to use them anyway. It's not mm. like seeing something on sale and then thinking, oh, that's such a great price for that uh, tie or that jacket or something, and then you know you barely ever wear it because you don't actually wear ties that much. As a stupid example, but you're gonna wear running shoes because. We've registered for Noosa. We've got things we're going to go and do. We've got plans. (laughs) We've got international plans. We've got plans. And I think with shoes, you cannot cannot get the right ones. You can't go to Kmart and buy your $20 runners. Your your knees will suffer. Your ankles will suffer. You know what I mean? Like you get what you pay for. I know what you mean, says the person who last time got running socks from Kmart. Well, I learned a valuable lesson and look, we learn as we go along because I mean, when I started running, I just put on a pair of running shoes and I just started running. I had no idea whether they were running shoes or not. They were runners. I put on runners, I was running. And then I said to myself, when I could run 5k without stopping, I would buy like a proper pair of running shoes. Um, But I knew nothing, you know, like I knew um knew nothing so uh, it's all you just learn as you go along you learn from other people um uh, park runs are great that's where I've met so many people and so many supportive people that are happy to give you advice and you know um tips and tricks about uh different things you know that you just you just don't know You, you know I didn't even know that I didn't even know gels were a thing like on a long run um i mean i didn't even know you were supposed to um you know i didn't know you were supposed to have nutrition on a long run i had no idea i did my first half marathon like 10 plus years ago and i just sipped water at each of the water stops i didn't know about fueling like i you know it's all a learning curve we're all learning and that's why i love our group as well because everybody is so supportive and there's so many different people in there and lots of people that have been running for a long time um, and lots of newbies. You know, it's a really great mix of um, of people. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll put, yeah, that's okay. Rather than message Sean, maybe I'll message the group about the vaccination question and we'll come back next week. Um, well, I have another question that we could oh. do a poll on as well. So do yeah, you okay. keep your running shoes in the box or do you take them out of the box after you buy them but what, what so, once you start wearing them do you yeah. store them in the do you store them in the box yeah. god yeah. no why would you do that Be- why why wouldn't you it's like the perfect size and you just stack them on top of each other no and you've because... got the picture on the outside so you know no. which ones to grab 
No, 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 in the box and I wouldn't put wet shoes in there I would dry them first and if I got mud on them say I was out running and I got a little bit of mud I always wipe them off and let them sit for a bit to dry out before I put them in the box and back up on the stacked really nice and neatly no I have a I have a I got told the other day I'm the only person that does this and I just thought I would I don't think I am I can't possibly be not yeah. No, I reckon there's other people. Surely I reckon, there's other people. I reckon if we put in the group chat, we'll we'll report <laughs> back this later. We if, if we put in the group chat, show us a photograph of how you store your shoes. Not one person will show a, a collection of boxes. <laughs> no exactly. one. You're on your own. I don't think I am. I cannot possibly be because it's neat. The box is the perfect size for the shoes. You can stack them on top of each other. Otherwise, like, you just got random shoes. I mean, I had two pairs of shoes that were exactly the same that I bought because they were on special. And the only way that I could tell the difference was that I'd written number two on one of the boxes. So whenever I wore those ones and aired them out, I put them back in the number two box, back in the shelf, so that I could track the kilometres against the right pair of shoes. And I named them number two in my Strava thing. Why are you cycling through this? Why, how many pairs of shoes are you cycling through at the same time? Well, at one stage, I had nine pairs on the go. Oh, but now no, I you only... again, you're on your own. This <laughs> now is I've got about just five crazy. or six. <laughs> <laughs> no, just... I really like the shoes. I'm starting <laughs> so to was... feel weird because I had three pairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not weird at all. You should ask Sean how many pairs he has. Yeah, but some of them, like some people, we just store them like bottles of wine. They think they're going to sit there and get better with age. Oh, this is this is the pair that I wore has. at the Boston Marathon. You can see the. That's you know. exactly what Sean has. He has shoes that he wore at specific events that he's kept. I have. Um, I no, have. I retire them and chuck them. In fact, I, I don't throw them out. I give them to my mum, and then my mum. These shoes that have clocked a thousand Ks in them, I give them to my mum because we've got the same size feet. And I say to her, These have got a thousand Ks on the clock, like a car. And then my mum will wear them until they wear out and then she'll she'll throw them out. So she'll wear them out walking, wine dancing, around the house, cleaning, whatever she's doing. She'll wear them for another year or two until they're falling apart and then she'll chuck them. So I feel like I'm not even throwing them out i'm literally handing them on to the next person i'm excited by this idea of a grandma out there with alpha flies <laughs> she hasn't got the she's actually she's seen the vapor flies and they're bright purple with fluorescent orange on them and she's like i can't wait till i, yeah. I get those <laughs> ones and they i don't know if, if you've ever tried a pair on actually the uh, vapor flies aren't as bad as the alpha flies, but I really struggle to get them on my feet because the opening is really hard to get oh, your foot into. Yeah. So I had to get a shoehorn to try and like they're not easy to get on and off your feet. And I'm thinking, my mum, my mum in her seventies is not going to be able to get these shoes on and off her feet. Um, but yeah, she's super excited. She loves the colours. She's like fluoro, purple, and orange. She can't wait till I hand those down to her. Um, but yeah, I very much doubt she'll even be able to get them on. <laughs> oh, crumbs. <laughs> but oh. yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good picture. I feel, <laughs> I feel guilty for throwing mine in some bins. Well, anyway. You can recycle your runners, and this is probably a good point to make too, is there are collection. So every now and then at Park Run, they do like a big, and maybe actually we'll ask Annette about this last week because she I've did a massive. Heard of this shoe donation and they they can recycle a lot of parts of the shoes um so you, you like you have to specially recycle them you can't just throw them in your recycle bin but 
um, sometimes they do a collection of shoes and they they do recycle them. Sometimes they like send to third world countries and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely um, don't throw your shoes in the bin because there are more sustainable. Well, you I know, just assumed that, that if I don't want these pairs of slightly worn out hundred k, the the heel is a bit you know lost on them. I'm not going to think, well, somebody less than me will find these perfectly acceptable and I'll just drop them off to, I'm, I just thought, <laughs> I'm not going to treat my, my my throwaway items as something that they should be happy to have, so I'll, I'll no, throw no, it away they, completely. They actually can um, recycle, recycle the materials them from yeah, them. Yeah, great, yeah. great. So, yeah. Is that so ready drop? Do you know where those get dropped well, off to? They did a parkrun one a few months ago where they um, did a collection at parkrun. So you just brought your bag of old shoes down and they collected them through parkrun. I've never heard um, that at parkrun before. Yeah, they definitely did it at, at um, Wilson Botanic uh, a while ago. It would have been probably last year. But I think some of the running shops might, when you go, ask them when you go and buy your new running stuff if they know about running recycling and, yeah, and whether they have any um any uh you know connections because it, it you can definitely do it i think you just have to find the right yeah place to drop them or whatever but um yeah recycle your shoes and on that note let's find out more information on that on that note uh better wrap it up and so that awesome. i can because i it was lovely I, to catch up with it's you good again. to catch up <laughs> And uh, I don't know. I was going to say, we'll, we'll plan ahead. We'll, we'll we'll report back on. We've got a few things to report back on. Yeah, we'll see if Annette will join us once. <laughs> yeah. So she has sent a message saying she's put it in her calendar for next Wednesday. Oh, cool. Um And she'll yeah she'll be here to uh to to catch up. So it would be great to get a bit of a rundown of her trip to the US and obviously ask the very important question. Has she registered for Noosa? That's a good sign out. Cheers, mate. <laughs> See ya. Hi. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Park Run Life. This is the outro where I tell you that you can get in contact via parkrunlife at gmail.com or you can contact me directly on social media at Luke Morris Ha that's L-U-K-E M-O-R-R-I-S-H-A that's pretty much all I have to say have a good run thank you below for the music please don't sue